keep God's word on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do what it says. Then you will truly be successful. Keep God's word on your Welcome, welcome to day three of our 90-day challenge. <laughs> I'm not a rapper, y'all. The title is, Who is God to You? Genesis 22, 1 through 19. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son, Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servants, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac and he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, father. Yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and the wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham looked up and there in the thicket he saw a ram caught by its thorns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place the Lord will provide. And to this day it is said, on the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord. That because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies and through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. 
Then Abraham returned to his servants and they set off together for Beersheba and Abraham stayed in Beersheba. For our worship thought today, day three, the title for our consideration is who is God to you? It would be impossible to write a book about worship and exclude the story about Abraham and Isaac. Several things are true here. Abraham is old. That's true. Abraham and Sarah move ahead of God and produce via surrogate another son named Ishmael. That's true. God extends grace to both Hagar and Ishmael. That's true. God gives Abraham a second chance. That's true. Isaac is born and is reared under the tutelage of his father, Abraham. By this point, when we meet both characters in Genesis 22, Isaac is old enough to understand how to build an altar and what a sacrifice is. That too is true. When Genesis 22 opens, God gives Abraham one instruction, sacrifice your only son. When Genesis 22 nears its closing lines, God sends an angel to tell Abraham another word, and I'm paraphrasing, don't do in verse 12 what I told you to do in verse two. The first lesson we learn about worship through the eyes of Abraham is that God is constantly speaking. I love watching the news, and when I was in college, I would keep up with the news by looking at it online. When a developing story was first introduced, the headlines would say one thing. Hours would go by, and if I was still looking from an old web browser, I would see the same headline and think that this was the conclusion of the whole matter. But if I hit the refresh icon, I would get up-to-date information on the current matters of this world. Now that I know about that refresh button, I never read the news until I know I am reading it in real time. Why? Because if I get stuck on what was said, instead of what is being said, I will leave with wrong information. The same is true with Abraham. Imagine if Abraham did not hit the refresh button. He would have sacrificed his son because of what God said. But what is God saying now? What is God saying to you now, right now, in this moment, in real time? Worshippers, please don't fall so in love with what God said that you refuse to ask God, what are you saying now? A living thing moves. Whether it is an organ or an organization, the life of a thing is measured by its motion. If it isn't moving, it isn't alive. The second lesson I can extract from this text is the importance of movement. I am learning more and more that God is active, moving, present with us, and ever revealing his will for our lives. A worshiper who resists change is a person who has fallen in love with God's history. He or she will always recall the good old days and how it used to be done, but friends, it's a new season. Hit the refresh button and ask God to speak to your now moment. This is what I know. The same God who said sacrifice Isaac is the same God who said don't. Did God contradict God's self? No, but God is teaching us through this passage that obedience is a moving target. Through worship, we hit the refresh button and by connecting to God daily, we are able to get up to date breaking news from heaven about earth. The final lesson that I can extract from this passage is an old age sermon I've been preaching for years. I had always heard preachers talk about God as our Jehovah Jireh, 
the God who provides. But I assume this was what God called himself. I was wrong. When you look at Genesis 22, you will find that Abraham takes Isaac up the mountain. Isaac inquires about the sacrifice. Abraham assures his son, God will provide. As Abraham prepares to sacrifice his son, the angel appears and stops Abraham with these words. Now I know that you fear God. At that moment, Abraham passes the test. He and Isaac could have gone back home and had some breakfast from Waffle House on the way. Don't you just love Waffle House? But Abraham doesn't do that. Abraham turns and sees a ram in the bush and decides to sacrifice the ram as a thank you letter to God for saving his son. In other words, worshipers never settle for minimum wage. We always go above and beyond what is asked of us. The moment after Abraham sacrifices the ram, which had always been there from the beginning. Catch that. Abraham says, now I call you. God, Jehovah Jireh. In other words, he marked this moment by giving God a name that specifically spoke to the season he was in. As a worshiper, this moment was catalytic. It taught me that I too have the power to give God a nickname that speaks to how he has shown up for me today. This nickname is something that only God and I know. It marks my level of intimacy with the Father. One example I'll give you is the nickname I gave God when I traveled to India. I had lost my iPhone and needed another. So when the new phone came, I was overwhelmed with sadness because I had stored so many songs, so many sermons, so many prayers in that old phone. But someone introduced me to the iCloud feature of an iPhone, which allows you to recover the information you lost and import into the new phone whatever you need. So I logged in with my name and password and lo and behold, I was able to get my sermons, notes and numbers from my old phone. I didn't get everything back, but I did get back the things that were most important. In my journal that day, I named God my iCloud. Why? Because long before I was born, God knew that I like that iPhone would be lost. So he sent Jesus, his only begotten son, to recover the things that matter. He invented a solution to my problem before I even had one. And I am saved now because the masterful manufacturer of my life anticipated my mistakes and created a cloud called Christ to restore what was lost. I want to encourage you to journal your journey with God every day over these next 90 days. As you wake up or as you pause to think about God, ask yourself, who is God to me today? Then give some critical thought to what you might call God that others may not understand, but you and God completely get it. Think outside of the box. Be creative. Call God a name that most people wouldn't even think to call him. And then in a few months, go back and read what you've named God over these last 90 days. I promise it will refresh your spiritual pages and bring back to life your relationship with God. This, my friends, is our worship work. We are going to commit to journal our journey and give God a name that only he and I understand. You can decide to do this in your prayer journal or in a separate document. And for many, it could just be a voice note that you share over the next 90 days. But whatever works for you, I encourage you to do it. Let's pray. Jehovah Jireh, I just can't get enough of you. 
The more I love you, the deeper I long for you. The deeper I long for you, the less I realize I know about you. And the less I realize I know about you, the more I want to get to know you all over again. In this unending marathon of getting to know you, I call you my refreshing spring of water. During the last few months of recovering from a stroke, I call you my walker and my cane. Thank you for keeping me up. Thank you for replenishing my life. Breathe on me and breathe in me. Let your breath empower me to breathe. Lord, I worship you because of who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. And say, Lord, I worship you because of who you are. Oh, yes, I will. I will worship you because of who you are. Everybody say together, because of who you are. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Because of who you are, Jesus. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say. Shut down, but